0: voter suppression has taken many forms. People have been denied the right to vote for, well now, 80 years. First, they used the poll tax to keep black folks from voting. Then, it was the literacy test, racial terrorism and violence. I don't want everybody to vote. New Day, same old dirty tricks.
1: There are those in power who are doing their darndest to discourage people from voting.
2: Calls for investigations after claims of voter suppression. President Trump sabotaging efforts to vote by mail.
0: If your vote didn't matter, they wouldn't try so hard to take it from you. Vote like your life depends on it. I'm exercising my right to vote, and you should too. Not because I want you to. But because he doesn't. (laughs) Vote, damn it! Oh, yeah, what he said. Thank you, Sam. I hope there will be no MFing snakes in the MFing pole boots. Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. That's him, right? I got the feeling there's something up. right. No, it ain't. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair. And I'm wondering how I'll get down the stairs. Clowns to the left of me. Jokers to the right, here I am stuck in the middle with you. Yep. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle. From Pacifica Radio in Los Angeles, this is the broadcast, As heard on KPFK, 90.7 FM in L.A., 98.7 in Santa Barbara, 93.7 in San Diego, 99.5 FM in Ridgecrest and China Lake. Also in California, in Red Bluff and Redding, on KFOI, Round Mountains KKRN and Eureka's KGOE. Up in Oregon on the Central Coast on KYAQ, Cottage Grove's KSO and Eugene's KEPW. In Lancaster, Pennsylvania on WLRI, Maui, Hawaii's KAKU. In Columbus, Ohio on WGRN. Palinville, New York's WLPP. Down in New Orleans, if there is power, on WHIV. Gallup, New Mexico's KNIZ. Concord, New Hampshire's WNHN. Out in Fayetteville, Arkansas on KPSQ. In Seattle on KODX. Janesville, Wisconsin's WADR. In Minneapolis, St. Paul's AM 950. KTNF. We also stream coast to coast and around the globe for you every day of the week on the internets on the Progressive Voices Channel, Netroots Radio, Radio for Humans, FYI Nation, NicoleSandler.com, Radio Free Brooklyn, Workforce Rising, No Lies Radio, Deprogrammed Radio, Bird and Square Radio, And Detour Talk, Blanketing Planet Earth five days a week. I'm Brad Friedman, your friendly investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, muckraker, and all-around swell fellow, says me, from Bradblog.com. We are, once again, back in the studios here at uh, KPFK, and I want to thank those of you who supported KPFK very generously during our most recent fund drive, which I'm happy to say is now over. But your contribution does make it possible for KPFK to provide independent, non-corporate programming, not just here in Los Angeles, but to independent Pacifica Network stations around the nation. So thank you very much for your support here in L.A. And if you're listening on another station, hey, please consider supporting them as well. Uh, Hey, Desi Doyen, how are you feeling today?
2: Oh, I don't know, a sense of existential dread. But other than that, I'm fine.
0: You on uh, pins and needles today? <laughs> you a little anxious for some reason? Yeah. Why? What's going right. on? You okay? Little Do you want to talk? You know,
2: left and
0: right. There's oh, is that right? Going on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I hear there's uh, a lot of folks who are uh, nervous about uh, what could happen between now and the end of polling on Tuesday. But not the folks in Berlin, apparently. The Waxworks Museum, uh, uh, Madame Tussauds, has in Berlin, as report, uh, Reuters reports over the weekend, loaded its effig- effigy of TV star-turned-Republican President Donald Trump into a dumpster on Friday. A move apparently intended to reflect its expectations of Tuesday's presidential election day. In what seems a further calculated insult, the statue of his predecessor, Barack Obama, who counted Germany's Chancellor Angela Merkel among his closest allies, remained in place, beaming and besuited. As the news outlet reports, the museum's marketing manager said today's activity is symbolic ahead of the elections in the United States. We here at Madame Tussauds Berlin remove Donald Trump's waxwork as a preparatory measure.
2: <laughs> is that your German accent?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good, wasn't it?
2: It was so some- <clears throat>
0: Well, not so fast, Madame Uh, While Joe Biden leads by a fairly wide margin in national polls and more narrowly in the battleground state polls, this ain't over not by a long shot. Even if the polls are as wrong as uh, they were in 2016, if they are that wrong this year and they weren't that wrong that year, Biden would still win, according to the egghead uh, pundit Wonk forecasters. Um. Reading those uh, pre election polls, but our elections do not run on pre election polling. They run on votes and every legitimate vote, in theory, being counted. And this year, more than any time, at least since the Jim Crow era, there are also, uh, uh, we are all subject to extraordinary voter suppression and an extraordinary effort by Republicans to throw out legally cast votes. Now, we've spent pretty much every day over the last several weeks, maybe even months on this program, speaking with experts about their concerns about the elections, what we, the people, can do to take action to counter those concerns. We've talked with a lot of lawyers about a lot of legal cases, as shamefully, the GOP has filed an extraordinary number of cases, well over 100, in state after state to try and make voting more difficult for Americans to make it less convenient, to make it less safe, and to have ballots actually tossed out. Legal, lawful ballots tossed out, not counted. And they've done this in state after state. Some of those suits are still ongoing. For example, in Houston, Texas, where the GOP is uh, trying to toss out about 127,000 already lawfully cast ballots because they were cast at a drive-through, at, at several drive-through polling places set up by the county clerk in the state's largest and, yes, coincidentally, most democratic leaning county. That would be Harris County, Houston. The claim at the heart of the Republican challenge is a radical theory never approved by a majority on the US Supreme Court that essentially says no election laws or rules can be put in place by anybody but a state legislature, according to the U.S. Constitution. So even if a state legislature gives its okay for, you know, a secretary of state or a county clerk to make certain decisions about how to run an election, any of those options, like, you know, drive-through polling places during a pandemic, which even the all-Republican state Supreme Court in Texas has now approved several times, Finding it, yes, to be in accordance with the state constitution, even that can be overturned by the federal courts as a violation of the U.S. Constitution. Or so this radical theory, which now has four votes in favor of it on the stolen U.S. Supreme Court and maybe a fifth for a majority now, depending on the newest stolen justice on that court, Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, once once she decides to ring in on this stuff. But it is so radical that even the GOP's top election lawyer, Ben Ginsburg, the man who led the fight in Florida in 2000 and in Ohio in 2004 on behalf of the Republican Party, even Ben Ginsburg has been writing op eds and has submitted an amicus brief uh, in this uh, Houston case to call the theory. Uh, Of what Republicans are trying to do here to call it a crackpot theory and to decry the rejecting of validly cast votes in Texas and in other states where his own party has embarrassed even Ben Ginsburg by fighting to toss legitimate votes. That after he spent so much time back in Florida in 2000 fighting to include late arriving military ballots, even those that did not have a postmark on them to prove that they were cast before Election Day. And by the way, the Democrats that year, they went along with it. They allowed those ballots to be counted, even though they came in after Election Day and some of them without postmarks at all. Now, the federal challengers in Texas, uh, well, they appeared to have uh, the luck to have drawn one of the most right wing judges uh, that have been packed onto the federal court in recent years. But. Even he initially seemed dubious about this challenge, though he did agree to hear it. And just about an hour or so ago, well, good news, we got his ruling. Uh, a federal judge on Monday rejected another last-ditch attempt by Republicans to invalidate nearly 127,000 votes in Houston because the ballots were cast at drive through polling centers, established To keep voters safe during the pandemic, U.S. District Judge Andrew Hannon's decision to hear arguments on the brink of Election Day. This just came up, I think, over the weekend. Sure, I'll hear it. This drew concern from uh, voting rights activists. It came uh, after the Texas Supreme Court had rejected a nearly identical challenge over the weekend. Judge Hannon said opponents to drive through centers represented by Harris County GOP chairman, I guess former Harris County GOP chairman, Jared Woodfill, he decided that uh, they had no standing to bring this lawsuit. He added that people had already voted and that the right-wing activists had months to bring a challenge sooner, but they didn't. They waited until after uh, 127,000 votes were already counted. Uh, Hannon, again, he's a very uh, a Trumpy judge. He still expressed doubts about whether Texas law actually allows anyone to vote from their car, even in a pandemic. He said, If I were voting tomorrow, I would not vote in a drive through just out of my concern as to whether that is legal or not. So he did not decide the case on the merits yet. He just decided that the challengers here did not have standing and suggested that, yeah, it is illegal. Somehow to vote from your car, even though it had been approved by the Republican secretary of state in Texas, it had been approved by the all Republican state Supreme Court in Texas, but this federal judge says, I don't know, maybe it's not legal.
2: And that is quite remarkable to me when you think about it, because there is nothing that I can tell so far about these votes or these voters that would be illegal. It would be the the procedure, the manner in which they voted, which it seems should not discount or disqualify a legal ballot because you disagree that, oh, you stood over here instead of over there at the point that you did
0: it is what uh, the uh, county clerk there, Chris Hollins, who is a young 33-year-old, he was just hired in September, uh, he's been doing one hell of a job in uh, uh, turnout. They exceeded their entire voter turnout in Harris County, uh, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday of last week. They exceeded their entire turnout for 2016. Just during early voting alone.
2: So naturally, Republicans would like so to stop So, of
0: course, that. they're uh, furious about it. They can't have people voting, for God's sake. Uh, and his argument in any event was that this is just like a regular polling place, except instead of standing indoors, you drive in to underneath a tent in your car. Observers can watch the whole process. You're handed a, uh, a clean, a sanitized voting machine and you vote from your car. And everyone approved it until just before Election Day. Republicans are having a fit. Uh, Woodfill um, said that uh, he would immediately appeal the decision. So, no, it ain't over yet. He accuses Harris County officials of using their office to help Democrats win on Tuesday by, I guess, letting uh, more of them actually vote uh, when, you know, Republicans don't want them to vote. The drive through lanes, by the way, were not only for Democratic voters, you know. Republicans could use them, too, if they want to help themselves stay alive, since Texas makes it so difficult to vote by absentee ballot, even during a pandemic. And yes, they went all the way to the Supreme Court to, uh, to, to make sure that they did not ease any uh, 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 vote-by-mail restrictions. Uh, But Woodfill, he gave away his motive. Uh, After the ruling, he said, if Harris County goes against Trump in large enough numbers, then we could lose Texas. And if Trump loses Texas, then we lose the national election. As far as I'm concerned, he said this is ground zero. So it's not about illegal votes. It's about Democrats voting. So we will see. Uh, It it represents just one of the cases where I suspect Republicans will try to go all the way to the Supreme Court to try and get legitimately cast ballots tossed out on that crackpot theory that only the state legislature can decide any voting rule at all. Uh, They have already had some success with that. Uh, For example, Republicans have when it comes to late arriving ballots in uh, in Minnesota, where two Republican judges last week decided that ballots postmarked by Election Day but that come in afterwards may not be counted even though it was based on a state court-approved settlement. This plan back in July that pretty much everyone agreed to between the the plaintiffs and the Secretary of State and even the Trump campaign said they would not challenge it it at the time. Mail-in voters were told in their ballot envelopes that votes would be counted if they were timely cast and postmarked but came in up to seven days after the election, given the slowdowns by the U.S. Postal Service during the pandemic and under Donald Trump's new postmaster general. So uh, and then there are the many concerns we've discussed about voting systems breaking down from computerized electronic poll book failures to unverifiable touchscreens to optical scan tabulators, centralized uh, voting system tabulators that are hooked into the Internet, which can be hacked or misprogrammed. In any event, we may hit some of those items today, but with all of the sturm and drawing and noise and lawsuits and court rulings and campaigning and concerns about vulnerable and failing and unverifiable voting systems and polling and pundit predictions and forecasts and Desi Doyen all anxious and on pins and needles over the past several weeks, today I just want to hear from you. I'm going to open up the phones here very shortly. If you're in our list, our live listening area in uh, Southern California, or if you're listening to the live stream via kpfk.org and you would like to ring in, I would love to hear from you. Uh, I, I've, I've had more than enough of the experts and certainly the pundits on the uh, cable stations and the networks. I'd prefer to hear from you today in uh, what might feel like, The calm before the storm a little bit. At least it does to me. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Um, Did you vote already? If so, how did it go? If not, what went wrong? If you haven't voted, why not? Why haven't you voted yet? Why are you waiting until the last minute? Or do you not plan to vote at all? If not, I would especially love to hear from you as to why not, why you are not planning to vote in the most critical election in the history of this republic. 818-985-5735. If you already voted, uh, who did you vote for and why? You certainly don't have to tell me that. Nobody does, but you certainly can if you want to. Feel free to make the case for your favorite candidate or uh, candidates or party. And again, if you're a Trump supporter, I'd especially like to hear from you today, since I can't imagine why anyone familiar with actual facts and stuff, not Trump's fake news that he is spreading along with COVID as our nation's top super spreader by far, uh, but why anyone at at this point uh, would want to vote for him. You can call and tell me I'd love to hear from you And and like folks who uh, don't plan to vote I'll try to push you to the top of our line here today uh, Especially if you had any trouble Have you had any trouble voting? Or do you have any questions or concerns About how it all works? I know a, 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 a few things about elections Having covered them uh, And the election integrity issues related to them For going on about 20 years now I'm hoping, I'm hoping my peeps out here in L.A. County Were smart enough to vote on a hand-marked paper Absentee ballot this year And I I hope That they delivered those ballots in person Instead of dropping them into the mail Uh, Though if if you did um, Drop it into the mail Or even if you brought it in in person You can go to the California Secretary of State website Or down here in LA to LAvote.net And you can check in Check the ballot tracker To make sure that your ballot has been received It's a cool tool Uh, I got texted when uh, I was told that mine has now been received and will be counted. Um, If it hasn't been counted, you or been received, you might want to consider uh, getting to a voting center on Tuesday and voting in person, even if that means you have to use the 100% unverifiable touchscreens that Los Angeles County now shamefully requires all voters to use when voting in person. If you still have your absentee ballot at home, however... Uh, you can fill it out. You can drop it off in person at any voting center or drop box here in LA. But uh, around the country, check your uh, county's local website or your municipality's website for information on um, on where those drop boxes are. LA County has literally hundreds of them across the nation. Uh, not across the nation, across the nation's most populous uh, voting jurisdiction out here in the in L.A. County. Uh, elsewhere in the nation, however, a lot of the states, like Hello, Texas, are limiting them to one single drop-off location per county, no matter how large the county is. So if you have specific concerns or questions about, you know, how the results will be reported on Tuesday night or beyond, I know uh, I have a lot of concerns about that. I'll take your calls. On those questions, along with any others you might like to jump in with today, 818-985-5735, who do you think is going to win and why? Who do you fear is going to win? And why. If you're uh, in our live listening area today, wherever you may be, I would love to hear from you. These are your public airwaves. Please use them before you lose them any more than you already have. 818-985-KPFK. While uh, callers are now queuing up, I see a lot of folks want to get in today. Um, Very quickly, as quick as I can, uh, elections officials in the Deep South Spent election eve tending to lingering storm damage from last week's Hurricane Zeta and other recent storms. The damaged buildings are left polling places without power ahead of Tuesday's election in a record hurricane season, which saw Louisiana alone get hit by a record five named storms in a single season. Storms damage caused polling places to be moved in Louisiana. Power companies and election officials are now scrambling to restore power or make sure the generators are available at polling places in Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia, and Mississippi. Uh, Although they are expressing confidence that the sites will be operational on Tuesday, thousands of voters in southwest Louisiana, however, will be casting ballots in different locations on Tuesday because Hurricane Laura, the previous one to Hurricane Zeta, at least I think it was the previous one, uh, wrecked a whole bunch of their uh, traditional polling sites in late August. Actually,
2: yes. it wasn't. It was Hurricane Laura. Damn then it was Hurricane Delta. Oh, my God. And then it was Hurricane Zeta. And now, guess what?
0: Don't say it. <laughs> Don't even say it. <laughs> what is it?
2: We have another hurricane that has already formed. It's the record 28th named storm. It's, it ties the record from 2005. Oh we are now God. on Hurricane Eta, which is about to slam into Nicaragua and Honduras. It's a very, very, very bad storm.
0: That is terrible news. Yes. But looking at the bright side, it's not going to hit the U.S. before Election Day, correct? Uh,
2: yes, yes, that is correct. It will not hit yes. before Election Day, that is for at sure. At least it won't hit
0: us before yeah, Election Day. N-
2: it might hit later, but uh, hey, not before Election okay,
0: Day. Okay, at this point, we'll take what we can get. Thanks for nothing, Desi Doyen. Uh, so yeah, so down in Louisiana, make sure you you check uh, your your uh, voting location to make sure it is where you believe it is. The Secretary of State down there, Republican Kyle Arduin Uh, vowed in a statement that no polling location will be without power on Election Day, though he and the New Orleans mayor have been in a tussle over the weekend about generators, making sure they have them at the polling places, quibbling over who will supply and pay for them. And this is, of course, very important in Louisiana because, unfortunately, they force every single one of their voters across the state at the polling place to vote on You guessed it, 100 percent unverifiable touchscreen voting systems in Louisiana. So if there ain't power, there ain't voting. Um, Across Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama and Georgia, more than 150,000 electrical customers had outages on Monday because of the recent storms. Uh, That, according to the tracking utility tracking website poweroutage.us. In Alabama, there was damage uh, along a line from Zeta, uh, along a line stretching from the southwestern to northeastern counties of the state. Multiple Alabama voting places remained without power as of Monday, but generators will be provided to any that uh, still lack service on Election Day, according to Republican Secretary of State John Merrill. On the other hand, Secretary of State John Merrill is a notorious liar and vote suppressor who went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court to block curbside voting for disabled voters who feared coming into the polling uh, places uh, during the coronavirus pandemic. Now, the upside, at least in Alabama, is that they vote on hand-marked paper ballots at the polls, so if they have flashlights, they can vote. Even if ballots cannot be scanned on on precinct based optical scan computers until later because the power is out. Merrill, this terrible uh, secretary of state in Alabama, would not say how many places were still in the dark. However, he won't even tell the public that because that's how Merrill operates. I would try to get more information from him on that, but he has blocked me unlawfully on Twitter Uh, And neighboring Mississippi, where almost all voters are forced to vote on touchscreen computers. Seven counties had power outages. Electricity has been restored to all polling places in three of those counties. Three other Mississippi counties, however, have a small number of precincts without power. Generators are are being brought in. um, (laughs) The Supervisors are meeting to discuss it. Well, take your time, guys. No rush. In Georgia, two or three polling places remained without power as of Monday, according to uh, Gabe Sterling, the uh, statewide voting system implementation manager. There, too, they force every voter to use a whole bunch of computers to cast a single vote on this new, crazy, $100 million already failed touchscreen vote system that they use across the entire state that requires a computer to look up the voter's name, another computer to print out a ballot access card, another computer that that card must then be put into to begin the touchscreen voting interface, and then a printer must then print out the ballot with the, com- with the uh, voters' choices marked by the computer, either correctly or incorrect, we don't know because 93% of people don't notice when their votes are flipped on these kind of systems on the paper printout. And then yet another computer to scan that ballot into this Rube Goldberg system that is just asking for trouble in what is now a critical battleground state, with two U.S. Senate races on the ballot this year in Georgia, too. Plus, of course, this uh, pretty much dead-even race, according to the pre-election polls for president. But I'm sure everything will go just fine. <sighs> Got it? Um, there was, well, well, one more thing, one more point that I have to get here. Um, the Trump campaign has made it quite clear that they are going to use their uh, packed federal courts including the packed and stolen U.S. Supreme Court, to prevent the counting of ballots after Election Day. That that is not how our elections work. It's important to understand that races are never, never, ever officially determined on election night in any state. Zero of them. The media may call the election for some candidate or issue or whatever, but uh, and a candidate might declare victory or might concede defeat. But there is nothing official about any of those calls. Elections are not certified until days or weeks after Election Day, after all ballots, all valid ballots are counted. So any media outlet or candidate, let's say the president of the United States who declares that they have won, is either making a best guess or they are trying to gaslight you. Well, which one do you think the Trump campaign is now planning to do? On uh, Sunday, Trump campaign advisor Jason Miller said that counting all of the votes cast in the presidential election would amount to an attempt to, quote, steal the election by Democrats. In an interview with uh, with ABC News' George Stephanopoulos, uh, Miller was reiterating this lie about election results that Donald Trump has tried to hammer home in recent weeks that votes tallied after Election Day itself are not valid. If he's... Of course, not not yet. Of course, that is uh, ridiculous. Uh, one of uh, Trump's Supreme Court justices, however, that would be GOP operative turned Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, even suggested as much himself last week in the opinion that now blocks late arriving ballots in Wisconsin from being counted, even if they are postmarked by Election Day. Kavanaugh said that such late arriving ballots uh, and counts after Election Day could, quote, flip The results, which is impossible and which you would think a Supreme Court justice would know because there is nothing to flip until all of the legal ballots are actually counted. But apparently. One of our newest Supreme Court justices doesn't even understand that, despite him working on the Florida 2000 election challenge himself, along with John Roberts, along with Amy Coney Barrett, back when Republicans argued at the time successfully that all late arriving ballots from military members postmarked or otherwise must be counted. But I guess uh, Kavanaugh conveniently forgot that matter. And so while Jason Miller's remarks are absurd, they are troubling nonetheless because the Supreme Court has now been packed with uh, Trump-appointed buffoons and operatives like Kavanaugh. Miller revealed the plan for election night in his conversation with George Stephanopoulos. If you speak with many smart Democrats, they believe that President Trump will be ahead on election night, probably getting 280 electorals somewhere in that range, and then they're going to try to steal it back after the election. We believe that we will be over 290 electoral votes on election night. So no matter what they try to do, what kind of hijinks or lawsuits or whatever kind of nonsense they try to pull off, we're still going to have enough electoral votes to get President Trump so- reelected. Okay, that is stuff and utter nonsense from the campaign spokesman, the Trump campaign spokesman, Jason Miller. To be clear, there are no, quote, smart Democrats or even dumb ones that I know of claiming that Trump is going to win 280 electoral votes on election night when you need 270 to win. Or that it is going to be, quote, stolen back after the election. That is just gaslighting, plain and simple. But his his admission that Trump is going to claim that he has won two hundred and ninety votes on election night, that is absolutely a tell that they plan on declaring victory on election night based on, uh, you know, where they may be able to say that they are leading In some states and declare victory there, for example, in Pennsylvania, where, as we discussed on uh, Friday with Armstrong County Election Director Mary Beth Kuznick on this show on the Friday broadcast, the GOP legislature in Pennsylvania has prevented election officials from even opening absentee ballots until Election Day. Uh, You know, in other words, they can't even prepare them to be counted. They cannot do any of the authentication so that they are ready to go to be put through those scanners on Election Day. So the full results in Pennsylvania are going to be much slower in key states like that and Wisconsin and Michigan, where the GOP legislatures also have similarly prevented any tallying of those mail-in ballots until Election Day. So... You know, as Election Day voting is believed to be much heavier for Republicans after Trump has been telling them that mail-in voting is no good, Trump could have a lead in those states on Tuesday night if the reported results come only from Election Day voting. Do not fall for it.
2: And not only that, but remember, military ballots come in after Election Day. So what Trump is talking about doing is not counting disqualifying military ballots.
0: Something they used to be sworn against, I guess. Now, the good news is there's a couple of Republicans who are speaking up and calling this uh, stuff and nonsense themselves. Brendan Buck, a former top aide... To past Republican speakers of the House, both John Boehner and Paul Ryan, he urged Republicans not to lend legitimacy to what he describes as the B.S. argument, Uh, to the B.S. that people who voted according to their local rules should not have their ballot counted. He says, just don't go there. Utah's Republican Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox who is the Republican nominee for governor in Utah, on the ballot this year. He tweeted in reply to Jason Miller's nonsense. Hey, guys, please ignore this type of garbage. The truth is that elections are never decided on election night. In Utah, he notes, and most states, it takes two weeks to finalize counting and certifying results. It really doesn't matter who is ahead on election night. It only matters when every eligible vote is counted and each county canvasses and certifies the vote total. That coming from Utah's Republican lieutenant governor. Um, in the meantime, uh, however, more than 96 million ballots have already been cast via mail uh, and and early voting as of Sunday night. That is more than two thirds of the entire turnout for 2016 across the country. Uh, in, in 2016, we had about 135 million voters. 96 million of them this year have already voted. So I will hope that will keep the lines down at least at the polling places on Tuesday. But if electronic voting and check-in computers fail, well, there will be lines and there will be people turned away without voting, most likely. So if you have not voted yet, for God's sakes, stay in line if, if you have to. And if you're in line before polls closed, you are allowed to vote no matter what, as long as it takes But if you haven't voted yet, I would love to hear from you as to why and if you plan to. And if you have any thoughts or questions or concerns that I may be able to answer, my phone number is uh, 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with your calls. Uh, And, uh, well, we'll see if I have time for a few other items. A lot of callers here, though. I'm Brad Friedman, and you are listening to the Bradcast. This is Last Call before your final chance to vote. Don't go away.
3: don't like who's in there, vote them
0: out,
3: yeah, the what election day is all about, yes. the biggest gun we've got is called the ballot box, so if you don't like who's in
0: there, vote them out, yep. to the broadcast, Brad Friedman from bradblog.com. I want to get right to your calls. 818-985-5735. Any of your thoughts, questions, concerns, fears, hopes, and dreams about Election Day, I'd love to hear from you. Let's go to uh, Yadira in San Marino. Hey, Yadira, welcome to the broadcast.
4: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I love your show.
0: Thank you, Yadira. I just wanted
4: to share that I was a little bit discouraged from voting just due to the whole... Electoral college nonsense that happened four years ago. It just felt like a total robbery But Mm -hmm. I pushed myself and I just put in my ballot last week and obviously voted blue But you know just wanted to share to those who feel discouraged From voting, that they should definitely just push themselves to do it regardless.
0: Thank you for that, uh, for that push, Yadira. I greatly appreciate it. I greatly appreciate you voting, even though we have a crazy voting system in this country, including the electoral college. But hey, if we want to fix it, uh, we got to fight like hell to get people in there who uh, might be willing to do so. So I appreciate you taking the time, uh, to both vote and to call and let us know about it. Thanks, Yadira. All right. You bet. Uh, let's go to Bob in Gardena. Hey, Bob, welcome to the broadcast. You are not voting this year. Am I reading this right?
1: <laughs> well, you said a lot of reasons so not to uh, The inauthentic opposition, as they call them, don't know how to uh, protect votes or have no intention. The last guy I voted for was Barry O. Obama. Now,
0: what wait, you said that I gave a lot of reasons to not vote. Is that what you said at the top of your comments there, well,
1: Bob? You're, yeah, you're talking about uh, the suppressions now. Uh, are the dive Diabol- Right wing owned machines still out there? Does anybody know that? Mm,
0: Yes, I do.
1: Millions of votes, then what what does it matter how many people come out to vote?
0: Because it makes it a hell of a lot harder for them to steal your votes, uh, especially to steal the election uh, this year. If we see, uh, for example, uh, places like Arizona and Georgia and Texas and Florida turning blue, it's going to be a hell of a lot harder for Donald Trump to make the case. That, uh, oh, this election was stolen if, for crying out loud, Desi's home state of Texas ends up turning blue. It's also going to make it a hell of a lot harder for them to steal the election, Bob. If uh, if this whole thing, because of the electoral college, if they're successful in challenging it and throwing the case to the uh, to the U.S. House of Representatives to decide, it's going to make a big difference. If Democrats can argue that uh, Joe Biden received not just. Two and a half or three million more votes than Donald Trump, the way Hillary Clinton did in 2016. But if he received 10 million more votes. So, yes, your vote, even here in California, could make a difference about the future. And I'm somewhat stunned. I still don't understand what your argument is against voting, why you are not voting. It's
1: Based on principle, I don't vote for a corporate show which Joe Biden is. There's no need, as you say, no need for my vote in California. And I stand on principle that I don't vote for uh, corporate shills. Well,
0: don't. How about how about. Okay. how about, Bob, you go and you vote for not a corporate shill. Vote for me, by the way. Vote for me for president. I am anything but a corporate shill. One of the reasons you know about the Diebold voting systems is because I have exposed them over the past uh, 17 years or so. Uh, there are also other issues uh, on the election, other candidates running, other issues. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. Go vote. Do not vote for anyone you consider to be a corporate shill, but go vote, Bob.
1: <laughs> I listen to Greg Collins, the palace more than you, and he lets us know how they steal them all the time. And the Russians aren't even involved with that. They don't need to be. We've got enough uh, old uh, segregationists in there stealing votes in yeah. different states so we don't need uh, the Russians or anybody else
0: from the outside hey, Bob. to do a good job of it or say. So. Hey, Bob, I I, uh, I know Greg very, very well. And um, Russia has nothing to do with it. Here's the deal, Bob. Nobody needs to steal your vote. You're giving it away.
1: <laughs> I don't have it. I, I don't vote on principle. Okay. That's why I don't vote on principle.
0: All right. Uh, I hope you come up with a better uh, reason for that principle in the future as your country is on the precipice. But I do appreciate your call, Bob. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, thanks, you, for, uh, thanks. OK, we'll see. All right. All right 818-985-5735. Uh, let me go to Johnny in uh, Phelan. Is that right? Ph- Phelan? Hello, Brad. How you doing? Hi, Johnny. Definitely. I'm OK. Um, I tried to vote for you, but I couldn't find your name on the ballot, Brad. So. Right in, right in. <laughs> yeah, should I cancel my? No, I, don't guys, cancel. I sent it in a couple of weeks ago, should I? Yeah, Brad, no, no, don't cancel. Uh, so anyways, it's, yeah, Brad. The, re- the reason,
1: reason I'm calling this, because I got a serious question. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the ballots. If Trump is able, you know, to pull off some malarkey and stop counts, mm-hmm. like in 2000. Yep. What happens to the down ballot issues, like the Senate, the the House, the dog catcher, the Propositions. In fact, what happened to all that stuff in Florida when mm-hmm. he did
0: that? Well, uh, Florida was slightly different because in that he was not trying to uh, throw out the ballots per se. He was trying to get them to stop counting the ballots, uh, and and they successfully did stop counting the ballots. So basically, the results were frozen. As is where they were at the time the Secretary of State certified that race in Florida. Now, in. Including, including the
1: down ballot issues?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Essentially, they were just frozen. Okay. Everybody stops counting okay. whatever the results were in Florida, where they have this ridiculously short certification period, like six days. The entire election has to be. Um, uh, reported. By the way, uh, they're also very fast at counting. They count with computers, which is terrible. But even the uh, election day votes—I'm sorry—the uh, mail-in votes—they begin counting those before election day. So we should have totals from Florida, uh, if not you know final official numbers, we should have the bulk of the counting from Florida on Tuesday night. Uh, the bulk of the results if Donald Trump wins as he reportedly did in 2016 there, well, it doesn't tell us too much. It might tell us quite a bit, however, if Joe Biden uh, wins or is uh, seen as winning on uh, on Tuesday night in Florida. So, in that case though, when he's talking about throwing out votes like these votes in Harris County, Texas, that they're trying to throw out, they're trying to nullify those ballots period from being counted. So, any votes for the um the down uh, ballot races and so forth those will not be counted either johnny
1: okay yeah that answers my question keep right. breaking the
0: muck brad thank you brother well, thank you appreciate bye-bye. it bye-bye uh all right let's go to sarah in mammoth lake hey sarah welcome to the broadcast
4: hello how are
0: you i'm okay how are you sarah
4: i'm doing well
0: you're on the air how can i help you today sarah
4: Oh, well, I was just, um, I was going to, or I always vote third party, and I'm still going to vote third party this year, uh-huh. and um, just, yeah, proudly doing that, and it, I saw a little cartoon earlier, it had um, salt for slugs, mm-hmm. or slugs for salt, and it had a little salt up there, and it kind of feels like that's what both the parties are to me, Salt for slugs.
0: Uh, Okay. Well, you know, Sarah, I'm kind of with you uh, normally, since we live here in California and we sort of have the luxury of voting third party. uh, I'm not sure that uh, voters even in California have that luxury this year. Of course, they can. And I I will support whoever you vote for, even if you vote for Donald Trump, by the way. Um, But I'm very concerned about the uh, chicanery we're going to see from the Trump campaign trying to throw this to the Supreme Court, which would then throw it to the U.S. House, which would... Then mean that votes, even in California, could uh, come into play in that sense. So, uh, anyway, uh, I'm I'm glad that you voted one way or another, and uh, you've already done so, right, Sarah?
4: No, I wanted to do it. I haven't voted here. Um, I've worked when I lived in Southern California, I worked the the things, but I want to see exactly where I have to vote here in Mammoth and see how it is in this little area. All right. Um, but, yeah. Well,
0: keep that in mind. More Your vote.
4: Voted third party. What's that? If more people voted third party in every election, we wouldn't be down to this. So um, yeah. I stick to my guns and believe my morals. And it'll. I get to sit back and watch watch everybody else cry.
0: Well, as uh, my dad used to say, if the queen had balls, she'd be the king. But um, I hear ya. And I uh, used to uh, vote along those lines myself. Probably will again in the future. But this uh, this election, the entire republic is at stake, as I see it. So uh, even I couldn't do it. Hey, thanks, Sarah. I appreciate that. I hope you'll uh, think about that. Either way, I do hope you'll vote, however your uh, conscience uh, sees fit. Thanks. Uh, Let's go to uh, Michael in where are we here? Michael in L.A. Hey, Michael. Welcome to the broadcast.
1: Hello, sir. How are you? I'm hanging in. Um, I'm still here.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, real quick. Um, If Dean Logan would return any of your uh, inquiries, I would take my ballot to his house. (laughs) I took my ballot in a week ago, and it's still missing according to my, where's my ballot? And so you may not know the answer, but I'm just wondering, I'm concerned that I walked it into a Dropbox Mm -hmm. uh, and thinking that would be the most secure way to do It and I keep checking, and they still have no record of it. They told me to wait a few more days, but tomorrow's the day.
0: Okay, well, uh, if you can drop me some email, uh, Michael, a uh, bradcast at bradblog.com, uh, and I will try to forward it to uh, Dean Logan. You're right, he doesn't respond to me, but uh, maybe he still gets my email, uh, and maybe we can uh, push him otherwise. Um, Well, let's see what we can uh, do to help you out there. Otherwise, be prepared to go in and vote at the polling place. And I know you hate to do that on these terrible, unverifiable touchscreens, but that might be our only choice as of tomorrow. But shoot me an email and we'll see what we can do. Uh, All right. My quick follow-up question is, is if I go in in person tomorrow Uh and I've already sent in a mail-in ballot,
1: isn't that uh, Trump's idea of voting twice? Uh,
0: Yeah, in theory it would be. Um, I do believe they have uh, certain measures in place that are supposed to prevent that from happening. When you go to vote, when you sign into the polling place, it uh, should tell you, oh, you have already voted. Uh, but that's why I wanted to check, uh, see if we can check with Dean Logan, the uh, registrar out here in LA County, specifically uh, via email before we get you in any trouble. But as I understand it, if it, if it has not um, shown up there by election day, you can show up and vote at the polls, I believe, and that will then cancel your uh, your mail-in ballot once it does arrive. Got it. That's the answer. Thank you so much, sir. Keep up Th- the good work. Bye-bye. You bet. Thank you, brother. Uh, All right. we got to take a quick break here. We'll come back with your calls. 818-985-5735. I'm Brad Friedman. You are listening to the Bradcast. Hey, this is Brad. If you haven't noticed by now, it's no easy feat finding facts, real facts, not alternative facts over your public airwaves.
3: One shot, one opportunity, to seize everything you ever wanted, in one moment,
0: that you capture it, just let it slip. You better lose yourself in the music, the moment you own it. You
3: better never let it go. You only get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow. This
4: opportunity comes once in a lifetime.
0: Yep. Welcome back to the Bradcast. This is your one shot to uh, save not just the country, but in my opinion, the planet, uh, human civilization along with it. By the way, uh, welcome back to the Bradcast. Brad Friedman from bradblog.com. My friend Jim Soper, a great nonpartisan election integrity advocate from uh, uh, counted as cast.org and California Election Protection Network. Uh, He wrote over the weekend, if you are finding it difficult to vote, Vote on behalf of the two hundred and twenty five thousand people who can no longer vote or vote on behalf of our murdered brothers and sisters or vote on behalf of the billions of people worldwide who would love to have your American privilege, but don't or vote on behalf of Mother Earth. He writes, she's dying. Vote in their place. Think of it as their vote, as their vote, a proxy vote, not your vote. Ask how would they vote, then honor them. Please vote, because they can't. Well said, Jim Soper. Back to your uh, calls here, and I want to try to get through as many as I can, so uh, keep them short. I'll keep my answers short, because a lot of people want to get in. Andrew in the Inland Empire. Andrew, welcome to the broadcast, sir.
3: Yo, Brad. Uh, Yo. Two questions for you regarding the uh, undemocratic electoral college. Yep. But but, first, I want to say, yeah, I just uh put my uh ballot in the mailbox, and I thanked my post person for picking it up and delivering it as their uh as that's their job, you know and th- th- yeah, so, and well, uh, thank you
0: for doing that. You didn't just put it in today, did you, Andrew?
3: Well, actually, I did.
0: OK, so the good news is that uh, ballots are allowed to come in in California for uh, a week or two at least after Election Day. That is unless that gets challenged, as the Republicans are doing. So if you are within the sound of my voice and you have an absentee ballot at your house, by all means, fill it out. But at this point, do not mail it. Bring it in Drop it off at a Dropbox. There's hundreds of them in the county. You can find it on the on the website. But if you're anywhere across the country, if you got a mail-in ballot, don't mail it in. Fill it out. Drop it off in person. Okay, quick, go, Andrew.
3: <laughs> I can appreciate that, but I'm disabled, so I had to use the system and just pray.
0: Gotcha. You know? Yeah.
3: Anyway, yep. keep my fingers crossed. But anyway. Uh... I did vote uh, as a member of the Green Party Mm -hmm. for president. And in a safe state, so-called safe state, I did vote for our candidate, Mm -hmm. Harry Hawkins. Mm -hmm. Um, But then down ballot, I voted uh, against the Republicans um, and voted Democrat for all the other offices and local stuff. And then um, I have two questions about the so-called Electoral College. Quick. Um, All right. (laughs) You know, they're the ones who vote for president. And they don't cast their votes till mid-December. How does anything get announced before then? And then how come only the Democrats and the Republican Party get to choose the Electoral College members. What about the other folks, Green Party,
0: mm-hmm.
3: Freedom, etc.? What, what's up with that?
0: Well, uh, fair enough, actually. I believe that if the Green Party candidate, Howie Hawkins, won California, then, as I understand it, uh, they would uh, the electors would be bound to vote for uh, the Green candidate on behalf of California.
3: I hear only in 15 states are they bound to do that, but the only other ah. states, I don't know how California does it. Well, that's but, right. Uh, th- th-
0: that's right. In fact, that's up then to the states to decide if they are actually binding their elections. Many of the uh, their electors, many of the electors in many of the states can vote for whoever they want.
3: So I'm wondering how Donald Trump's reaction to election night can affect the electors. If he, he acts like an idiot that he acts like... I wonder if some of those electors will say, forget it, I'm not going to vote for that guy no matter what.
0: Uh, And if they're in a uh, a state that doesn't force them to vote a certain way, then yeah, they may be able to get away with that. But let's try to not uh, have any close calls like we did last time, uh, Mike. Uh, Andrew, (laughs) thanks for your call. I appreciate that. Uh, Let's go very quickly. Oh, man, I want to Barbara and Gardena. We're going to need an extra hour again today. So uh, anyway, Barbara and Gardena, welcome to the broadcast. What's up?
4: I did vote, but I did not vote for president. Why not? I, I'm a war peace uh, person, and uh, frankly, if Trump had gotten us out of all of these wars, I probably would have voted for him. But since he didn't, and I don't trust the uh, right not to, I did not vote for either of those, and I had some issues with some of the third parties, and I just the the president, but I did vote for all of the state and local, and that was for the reason that I wanted to vote for one of my state senators, because he Mm -hmm. did such a fantastic job with his constituents uh, during this uh, pandemic.
0: Very good. Uh, Thank you, Barbara. Do you want to say who he is before I let you go, Barbara, very quick? If I can, Stephen Brackert. Stephen Brackert. All right. Thanks, Barbara. I appreciate that call. Uh, let me I got a good one more and I gotta get out. Morris, you're gonna to have to make it quick, but you're good at that. What do you got for me, Mo?
4: The big blue wave is here. The big blue wave is here. Don't worry about it. We got this. The big blue wave is here. Work
1: it, America. <laughs>
0: We'll see if he's right. Uh, thank you, Mo. Thanks to everyone else who I couldn't get to. My apologies for that. My thanks to our producer, Desi Doyen, to my board operator, Federico Garcia, and to you for spending a portion of your day or night with us. If you missed this show or any others, we do them five days a week. Download it at bradblog.com anytime. Drop me email. I'm bradcast at bradblog.com. On the Facebooks and the Twitters, I am the BradBlog. We'll see you there. Until we see you here next time. Uh, I'm Brad Friedman. Good luck, world.